Welcome to the Performance Physique Podcast. My name is Arj and I am your head coach. This episode we're going to talk all about endurance nutrition. So the London Marathon is coming up this weekend. It's 2022. And then we also have the Chicago Marathon next weekend and the New York Marathon in just a few weeks' time. So it really is the time of endurance performance. But when it comes down to nutrition, many of us play a guessing game. Many of us don't realize actually just how important it is to help you with your endurance performance. Therefore, we're going to spend five minutes talking and discussing about what you can do with your nutrition. So leading up to the big race day, hopefully you've spent the last 12 to 18 weeks focusing on your training, you've incorporated some kind of taper, and now with it being days away, it's now really about how you can optimize your nutrition for the big day. First things first though, remember you never do anything, you never try anything on race day that you haven't tried and prepared for in your training. So if you haven't been using energy gels, you haven't been doing some special breakfast before you head out, this probably isn't the time to do so. Interestingly, I see it time and time again where people think, right, now's the time for me to use energy gels. You really need to train your gut to be able to handle the amount of carbohydrate that is in those gel packets uh, or in those isotonic drinks to be able to get you through the marathon. That's rule one, rule two, and rule three. They are always about don't try anything on race day. Now we know mile 18 to 20, forgive me if this is your first marathon and you haven't heard about this, but we know mile 18 to 20 is well known for being the moment at which many marathoners hit the wall. They call it bonking in cycling. There is no surprise about this occurring though. It is entirely scientific. As this is the moment at which the human body will have emptied its glycogen stores. We store carbohydrate as glycogen. So Depending on the pace you run, it obviously does vary, but we estimate that our energy stores in our bodies empty between miles 18 and 20. And at this point, you basically have to decide how fast you are going to continue running. You'll be able to utilize your fat stores, but you'll basically have to go down to walking. So therefore, if you're going to continue at any kind of running pace, you will need carbohydrates in your body, and you don't want to wait for you to hit the wall before you even start considering this. By having correct nutrition in the days leading up to the marathon and on the morning and during the race, you can, however, avoid hitting that wall. Now, historically, people used to use a seven to 10 day carbohydrate load. That's a really long kind of time, really, to be to be tapering your exercise, so reducing the amount of running mileage and training sessions you perform, as well as increasing your carbohydrate. But Research has shown, so it was, uh, I think it's Beso in 2002, and then there's been loads of research since, which has basically shown that even off one day, I think this was Louise Burke who actually showed this, one day worth of carbohydrate loading can have a positive effect. It just needs to be really, really high. Um, but between uh, five to seven grams of carbohydrate per kilogram of body weight is sufficient if you want to do a two-day carbohydrate load. 
So what I advise my runners is generally to follow a moderately high carbohydrate load, five to seven grams per kilogram of kilo, uh, per kilogram of kilograms per kilogram of body weight to load that carbohydrate. And when I, I mean about carbohydrate loading, I basically mean eat as if you were a child. We'll get to that shortly. Runners basically should begin increasing the amount of carbohydrate they consume whilst reducing the amount of fat and protein slightly. And the reason we do this is because it actually helps encourage uh, carbohydrate to be absorbed and stored within the body. Fiber content, fat and protein all um, reduce that optimal amount. Therefore, we try to make it that our carbohydrates are white starchy carbs, hence the child diet. Um, so if we're aiming for five to seven grams of carbohydrate, that's quite a lot. And therefore, we need to basically utilize lovely things like Haribo as well, and orange juice, liquid calories, saurine loaves. Avoid the creamy sauces, avoid whole wheat varieties, because these are these are the things which have fat and fiber in it. So opt for your, your tomato-based sauces. And then to go along with that Haribo, obviously we shouldn't be just surviving off Haribo, you want to go for some white pasta, bread, rice, potato, and realistically consume as many opportunities. So don't just think I'll eat this in one sitting. You know, if you're going right to the top of your allowance, you're at the seven, seven and a half grams of, ki of uh, carbohydrate per kilogram of body weight, you're easily getting towards the 600 plus grams mark. That's an awful lot of carbohydrates. So you need to spread this out throughout the day. Then when it comes to the morning of the race, you want to replicate these similar, um, very simple starchy carb options, things which are easy to break down. So go low fiber. It might be a bowl of cocoa pops with skim milk because you want to get rid of that fat content in there. Toast and jam. Again, you don't need butter on, on, on that toast. It's about the jam and the toast itself having very simple carbohydrates, orange juice, bananas, bagels, those kind of things. And on this occasion, you want to be aiming for around two grams of carbohydrate per kilogram of body weight. But do not consume this any later than two hours before your race start time. So look at your wave, look at what time you're estimated to start and make sure you are at least two hours before that. In the 30 minutes pre-race, start sipping on a isotonic drink like a LucasAid. We're not sponsored by LucasAid, but if we want if we want to be, if you want to sponsor us LucasAid, then do. Um, but you want to be having about 350 milliliters or so without you know without knowing your specific individual um, details, your biometrics. We can't give out exact amounts. However, for our clients, we'll work out our milliliters and timings and grams and everything like that. But for, for the generic um, model to take away right now, ready for your race, start consuming 350 mils of Lucozade or a similar type of drink around 30 minutes pre-race and just sip on it. It doesn't need to be gulped down. Now, I mentioned during race and the importance of training with energy gels to avoid gastrointestinal issues. You know what I'm talking about. You've seen the video clips of famous athletes. However, if you have trained with them, you want to start consuming. And again, there's a real specific way of doing this, but instead we can just focus on trying to consume an energy gel every 35 minutes 
as a minimum and utilize all of those water stations that are on the course. Take a look at the map of the night before and make sure you memorize those intervals of, of water stations and fueling stations. You want to use every single one of them. This is going to reduce the chance of hitting the wall, reduce the chance of dehydration, reduce the chance of cramp. That's super, super important. And the reason I talk about taking an energy gel every 35 minutes is because we know that the human body can comfortably process 40 grams of carbohydrate an hour. And we also know that we can actually push that amount quite high. It can go above 60 grams, but once it does go above 60 grams, you need to be taking um, a dual fuel source. So this is where it gets complicated, but fructose and glucose. glucose. Um, so a real safe option is basically those energy gel packets, they cover about 22 to 25 grams of carbohydrate in them. You want to aim to have one to two of those every 35 minutes or so as you go along. So loads of my athletes have been training like this for 12 weeks and they're aiming to consume eight carbohydrate gels. These are glucose and then glucose and fructose varieties. Some of those even have caffeine in, but you need to be really, really careful when consuming caffeine, guys. So make sure you just stick with the um, the carbohydrate unless you've been working with a coach, working with a nutritionist to get there. This constant fueling is going to allow you to maintain your speed. It's going to give you your best opportunity at performing just as you deserve on race day. However, after the race, it doesn't mean you forget about your nutrition. You need to do a bit of a cool down. You need to do a little bit of walking, a little bit of slow jogging, and then consuming a mixed meal, at least 75 grams of carbohydrate, hitting at least 25 grams of protein, making sure that that plate has some fat on it, making sure that you can see a rainbow of vegetables. And obviously, you're probably going to get given that free pint, consume it, but you want to keep hydrating. And post-race, electrolytes are really, really useful. Things which are sweet make it a little bit more palatable if you're struggling to hydrate, which is a common issue in endurance performance. That kind of consumption of carbohydrate post-race, 75 grams, should occur for the first four hours. So 75 grams of carbohydrate every hour for four hours. So get your sweeties out and start eating them after the race. And to be honest, during the race, we see it all the time, Haribo and similar kind of sweets being handed out to, to runners. These are simple glucose sources. You can use these to, to run with. The main thing is though, remember, don't do anything you haven't tried during training. If you have a nutrition plan and it, it doesn't feel like it's working for you on race day, or you start getting gastrointestinal discomfort, stomach ache, that kind of thing, adapt. Your coach is not there on the line. I am not there with you on the line or at the race that you're running. Therefore, you need to make those decisions and be confident about the, those decisions. If things aren't going right or you're feeling really nervous before your marathon or your half marathon, then just think this doesn't have to be the only occasion you do it. You have the opportunity to enter races again in the future. This is just one occasion and one occasion that you're going to try your best on. Right, best of luck. My name is Arj. I'm the head coach here at Performance Physique. You can get in touch with us, info at performancephysique.co.uk, hit the website performancephysique.co.uk, or find us on social media. We're here to help you. Drop us a message, and we'll do our very best. Thanks for listening. Best of luck, guys.